welcome back to Not the Experts. Um, we have not talked to you in 2024. 2024 has been a little busy, a little more busy than it needed to be. <laughs> of course, it got busy as my work got busy at the same time, so I was unable mm -hmm. to do anything pretty much. I was on a nine on on that uh, thirteen out of fourteen kind of stretch at work, so Ooh. you know how that goes. Yeah, one of those. Um, this is my first time having, having two days off all of twenty twenty four in a week. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna take advantage of both of them too for sure. Um, but Levi, in this in this year, um, the goat, one of my favorite yeah. goats, Nick Saban, he retired, and I was up talking you through that that pain because i was the only person awake at 3 a.m while you were up dealing yeah. with the, the sadness so i got all the emotions um how are you doing now how are you then how are you doing now i'm doing better mm -hmm. uh of course as time goes on uh time heals but i do want to i do want to ask you this if i were to ask you to set the over under on the amount of times that i have uh cried um since nick saban retired what would you set it at Ooh. I'm gonna go seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Uh, seven. It may be that. It may be a push. <laughs> mm, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and um, probably five of those seven times that I've cried, it's just from uh, watching the same one video that Alabama had produced and put out, thanking Nick Saban. And it takes me about a whole ten seconds into the video for me to start crying because it's just this. Mm. It was, it's a beautifully shot video. You can they had thousands and thousands of hours to pick from, but um the first back shot they do is kind of like a zoom in back shot of Saban after he's just walked all the guys out of the tunnel and he yeah. turns around and is clapping. And mm -hmm. uh I mean with the music behind it and everything, it's just beautiful because yeah, you know, it's all symbolism. It's like he's turning around and kind of looking at, you know, everything he's built or whatever. Mm, but yeah. um yeah. I feel like crying just talking right now about it. But, dude, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I would say the Alabama fan base, we have taken this a lot better than I ever imagined we will. And, I mean, Titus, we were getting made fun of because that night, you know, fans were showing up to Nick Saban's statue and just putting whatever items they had in their hands at that moment down at the feet of, bro, I, I told you, and like everybody's making fun of it. And I'm like, nobody sees the comedy in it as in, bro, we're so lost and we're so don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like Talladega Nights where he's like, I don't know what to do, 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 do with my hands. hands. <laughs> That's exactly. Like, and people are like, y'all need to stop. He's not even, he's not dead. Y'all are acting like he's dead. He's like, well, he's pretty much dead to us. <laughs> like as in, not yeah. dead to us, but yeah, we've no, always said, yeah, yeah, once Nick Saban leaves, I mean, you can say we're dead or whatever. So, right, uh, right, right. Yeah. so it was funny. It, it was funny and sad. Somebody brought a bag of ice. Um, that was the, yeah, what was that about? I don't, know. The bag I don't know. That and the get well soon, soon balloon. Yo, the, the get, get well, well soon balloon yeah. that was pumped with enough air to sit there and hang like right by his head as if he were actually holding the balloon. I mean, right. it was perfect because uh, right. they don't have a, you know, good luck on your retirement balloon. So it was yeah, a sad. get well soon. Yo, that was so funny. That was so funny. Um, I'm a little surprised he didn't have like a press conference. I thought he was going to have a leading press conference. He just did the Reese Davis interview and disappeared into the shadows, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the Which, Reese Davis interview was good. It was a good interview. I, I enjoyed mm -hmm. that. It could have been like, better. Yeah. I thought he was going to have like a real like sitting out with Alabama media and just like one final send off. But I guess in Satan fashion, he didn't want to do all that. So I understand. Well, yeah, and that's the thing that um, 
a lot of people, and I think as he's gotten older and more into the years, um, people have seen a different side of Nick Saban, so they've characterized him in a different way. But I remember young Nick Saban uh, or younger Nick Saban coming in at Alabama, and uh, a lot of people had the impressions of uh, Saban's all about him or whatever. He's the mercenary football coach, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I believe that to be uh, opposite. But, uh, I mean, I think all that. He didn't. He didn't do a Coach K, you know, retirement tour, right? Um, right yeah. And all this bull crap. Like, yeah. I mean, he made the decision to be done when he felt like he couldn't uh, do better for the yeah. organization and the team. And I mean, that's that's what he did. Yeah, that was that was that was the most insightful thing when that Reese Davis interview. And he was like, I mean, I'm interview- I was interviewing coaches, but they were asking me, "Do you want guarantees about how long I'll be here?" And I'm like, ah, <laughs> and that's yeah. real. That's real. Yeah. That's really real. Um, I fully understand that. So I think. It was a great way to exit. It made a lot of sense because I I under I fully understand that like you in a job and it's like oh you gonna be here like putting your man's onto the job it's like, mm-hmm. ah, but I'm gonna leave in like two months so I don't want to leave you by yourself <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying so I, I fully I fully get that I understood why he made the decision he made um can I ask Rick you another Byrne. question oh, yeah, go ahead. no you go ahead now that you have Rick, Rick Byrne told the players give me seventy two hours and he really did that in seventy two hours he was not playing any games at all like none great. Greg Byrne is one of the best ADs in uh, all of college sports because, I mean, not just getting Nick Saban, which that wasn't him, that was Mal Moore. But um, I think this hire, he knocked it out of the park. But uh, you look at Nate Oates in basketball, and Greg Byrne's the guy who brought in Avery Johnson. And I have um, been negative to Avery Johnson. I really do appreciate Avery Johnson. I think he is a good coach. Kinda, and, yeah, kind of put Alabama basketball in, a, in a, just a different light entirely. And that's what uh, a lot of Bama fans, the majority of Alabama fans, uh, have a very positive outlook on Avery Johnson. And they actually credit Avery Johnson as in uh, he set more of the foundation and they mm-hmm. those came in and built it up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think Avery Johnson is a very good uh, one of those starter coaches, too. And right. I do not mean right. that to dismiss him. I just think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's very like, good yeah. at. Avery John's coming in, getting somebody like Colin Sexton, like, oh, Alabama's getting players that want to go to the NBA now. Okay, yeah. that's that's new. And then, like you said, NATO's coming over and taking over the top. It's like, okay, yeah, that, that's definitely, definitely for sure, for sure, like one of those situations. I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. Exactly. And then also um, Alabama's women's soccer team last year won their first SEC title in history. Um, they made it all the way to the Final Four, I oh, think. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah, and so, um, I mean, gymnastics still strong, baseball getting there. So, yeah, shout out to Greg Burns. Um, yeah, I think it was a grand slam home run on this hire. Um, I've been very wishy-washy back and forth just because, dude, DeBoer, the first time I really had an impression of DeBoer was his post-game press conference against Michigan. And, um, I didn't know he was an awkward dude because apparently that is the thing they say. Yeah. yeah, He's kind of socially awkward or whatever. Um, especially like maybe in big crowd settings, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I interpreted it as I wasn't surprised DeBoer left because the way he conducted himself in that interview, he kind of seemed defeated. And yeah. to me, I might have been looking too much into it, but it kind of looked he kind of looked like a dude who knew he was going to have to go somewhere else to get the job done. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, I did what I could do with Washington. Right, um, right. I had one of the best wide receiving cores in the nation, had one of the best QBs in the nation, one of the best offensive lines. Um, but at the end of the day, still wasn't, you know, quite enough to get it done or whatever. So he kind of seemed like a dude who was uh, kind of ready to walk out the door. But that was just me watching a press conference. 
But yeah. um, I'm very excited with all the guys he's bringing in, the wide receiver coach, um, O-line coach, I believe. Then you got uh, Courtney Morgan coming in. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. It's, I tell you, man, it's been a whirlwind of emotions for oh, all of us. Oh, I know. I've, I've had, you know, I've had, I've had direct insight. Yeah. I've been here, um, from the from the Dan Lanning night to it to it becoming the board all of a sudden because Dan Lanning's like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what bag Phil Knight dropped. I know he dropped it. Yes, and um, I, I feel like we've relived. I feel like we've lived the five stages of grief about twenty different times. I have, and I <laughs> yes, the yes. the whole anger anger step two. I didn't know that. I thought I was a little bit later on down the list because I've been two, in the okay. anger one for a while. I mean, I was I was getting <laughs> in Facebook and Twitter fights with people. Who you mean? Um, just in, it was just anger in general. Oh, it was just anger. anger. It was anger. No, no, no. Nobody in particular. But yeah. if somebody commented, I wanted to get that smoke. They got the smoke. And did Levi swing low sometimes? Yeah, he did. But y'all got to learn. Levi likes to play limbo. If we're going to go, if we're going to play that way. And if I'm really getting defensive and in that corner, I'm going to play limbo, bro. And ain't nobody going lower than me. So especially when, especially, especially when that little brother or little sister college uh has a coach oh, down there pathetic. with prostitution records um that was pathetic of the, yeah exactly that was, that was real pathetic like why are y'all ro- y'all rolling the corner because the coach retired that don't mean nothing for you yeah that mean anything for you that was that was actually that was truly pathetic um but yeah so DeBoer is here now um he just made his first hire he got um Kane Womack the head coach yes. of South Alabama had to be the defense coordinator Yes. How you feeling about that? I feel good. Everybody's saying I should feel good about it. Um, okay. He was at Indiana. Indiana or, before, yeah. Yeah, and um, he's had very good defenses, <clears throat> like top twenty-five defenses in yeah. all categories. So uh, I'm excited about it. There, I've heard speculation there may be another guy to come in too to be co-defense coordinator because I think the one sense. thing about Womack is he is more of an X's and O's guy. So if you're looking for somebody to <clears throat> set a defensive culture or go out and recruit guys you may need somebody else to come back him up makes sense makes sense yeah yeah that's the one thing that Kalen said that um is Kaylin, is, what's his name Kalen? yeah Kalen. okay that's what i thought it's just a weird kane and Kalen being said is, is a lot for me <laughs> right now um but no that's one thing he said that he doesn't recognize like he doesn't have the sc tile so he's got to get people down in the south for this recruiting situation that's yeah. gonna be a big deal, and Lord knows he's gonna have the resources to go get whoever he needs or yeah. he wants. They're they're gonna give him the resources because they're, they're not trying. I'm not taking a step back for nobody, nobody. Mm-hmm. They're not taking a step back, so he's gonna have the resources. So I think that was a good first hire to get somebody in the area that understands. Even though it came from Indiana, which is a little weird, but if you get co-defense coordinator and somebody more close to more more ties to these high schools down here, perfect. Yeah, totally perfect. So yeah, that's gonna be the key to the staff is just and you know everything everything's about the staff, man. You have the right staff, you're good. Charlie exactly. Strong went, Charlie Strong went south that Texas because he hired bad people. Mm-hmm. One blank period. That's, that was the only thing that killed him. Tom Herman went south of Texas because no one liked him in high, mm-hmm. high school. High schools didn't like him. Texas high schools don't like you. You're done here. You're done in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DeBoer will probably be able to get those relationships together, get people that can keep those relationships, be perfectly fine. Um, yeah. I did. I, I texted you about it. When I heard his speech to Washington, I was like, this doesn't seem like the guy. This this job might like this is this is killed. This job might swallow you because you just refuse to say I'm leaving. You're just I mean, I'm like you know. I know you've heard a lot of things, and I've heard things, and we've all heard things, and those things we've heard make us all sad. Yeah. And 
I hate that I'm I hate I can't believe this happened. Brother, you took the job. Would you <laughs> Yeah. Like, and... You know, uh, it was a little funny. And I do want to say Washington fans, welcome to college football. Um, this is kind of how it works here, guys. I know you typically have dudes who leave because you know, but this is how it goes on on this level. Alabama called, he's gone. That's just what it is. Nobody's staying and watch them. It's, it takes a special person to be aware enough to be like, I can't do the Alabama job. Because, Lord, even if I didn't think I could do it, I would probably try it if they called me. I would give myself a chance. Why not? Mm -hmm. I'm going to try it. Because I would I would not want to look at myself if I didn't try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to yeah. be, be a what-if guy. Like, I'm going for it. Let's try it. See what happens. Worst case scenario, I fail. Okay, I'll get another job. <laughs> I, under, I understand the anger and the frustration from uh, the Washington fans. And it's been yeah. a lot. Uh, it's actually been more than I expected. Same, and that's yeah. because... They're a little delusional, man. They they yeah. view themselves yeah. as one as a premier like college football program, yeah. and yeah, yeah, they do have some history of success, and they have uh you know some Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers that went to Washington. But for, I mean, it's apples and oranges uh, when you're talking about Alabama and Washington football. But also, um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, that that's just how it is, and I'm glad. Uh, I mean, DeBoer seems like the guy, he wants the challenge. Uh, mm -hmm. He's here to embrace it. So I'm with it. And then too, man, like actually about the whole NIL thing. So Alabama has, <clears throat> it may get a whole lot better and they may end up being uh, being able to compete money-wise with Texas, Texas A&M, some of these other schools. But a lot of us don't view Alabama as ever like actually being one of the top dogs when it comes to money. Um. And I'm okay with that for two or three different reasons. And I should say, you're looking at a new, uh, you know, a Alabama, yeah, yeah, Alabama member here, the NIL collective. They're getting my $18 a month. And uh, if I could do... Said, say, you said they, they need me. They need exactly. Me. No, they do need me. And so I am one of over 1,000 new yay Alabama members um, since Saban retired. And yeah, and that's the that is the one thing too. Alabama fans, we did get complacent. Alabama, Nick Saban didn't want a strong NIL, or he never really asked for fans' support of NIL. So Alabama actually in money right now where we are. We are behind some other these other programs. But salute to Saban for being like we're rich enough. I really, I like Saban more and more every day. Say like yeah. we're rich enough, we'll make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Rock. And yeah. but that was also Saban. That was also Saban actually did NIL the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> everybody got the same amount of money to start. I think each player right now last year got like 80 something thousand. That's pretty good money, man. When That's you when you have no expenses and you get paid $80,000 a year. Duh, me too. <laughs> so exactly. Um, And then you get endorsement deals on top of that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, a lot of these other guys they don't even get endorsement deals. They're just mm -hmm. already getting a few million dollars checks, which is fine to each their own. But yeah. I just do respect how Alabama um, or Nick Saban set it up. I say that all that to say this, you're going to have more support uh, and backing from us. So there's going to be more uh, NIL money to give out. But we got a coach who doesn't have to have the best recruiting classes every year you were talking about it earlier on the nfl part of the episode um talking about coaches who can scheme around their offense and come up with creative plays 
Um, and this is what we're going to be able to do. We're going to have premier talent. And um, I think our creativity on the field is going to be able to uh, draw in more top talent like Nick, like Lane Kiffin has been able to do even more as uh, recently. So um, I think things will fall into place more. We may see a little bit of a drop off in recruiting classes the next couple of years. But I think um, if things go like they should go, recruiting will go back up after that. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama's weird because they've always been a successful program. Well, not always, but like when they have the right coach, it, it hums there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, not necessarily like Ohio State, where Ohio State just recruits itself somehow. Mm-hmm. Like you still kind of got to put in the groundwork at Alabama a little bit more. Ohio yeah, State you do. Ohio State recruits itself, they're going to win 10 games. You just got to be, your job is to beat Michigan. If you can't beat Michigan, you got to go. Yeah. Um, so it's a little interesting how that works at Alabama. And I kind of don't under, I honestly don't understand it. Years in the past, like before Saban or before Tuscaloosa. So a few months ago, I was in Tuscaloosa, stayed the weekend there. That was my first time being in Tuscaloosa yeah. um, since I was in college. And that was my first time actually uh, riding around the entire town since I was in high school. Right, they are, okay. I did not recognize Tuscaloosa. It's not the same place. Like really? it's, it's totally different, bro. Campus looks totally different. Um, uh, buildings that were there aren't there anymore. Buildings um, that uh, uh, aren't there are there now. Uh, so it's crazy. A whole lot of businesses. So the economy's booming in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a great college town. And then you got the tradition and everything behind Alabama. I do wonder why too, because we're still struggling right now um, and securing some of these guys. We got a lot of decommits, and awesome. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is weird how Alabama. I mean, we are going to have to fight a little bit harder now, uh, and it's not going to be given like a Ohio State, a Michigan, or even like a LSU man. Like I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's weird, but very I think awesome. I think we'll be. Uh, I mean, either way, I'm very confident. Um, I, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's another thing, Levi. I think when this happened, when Nick Saban retired, well, I think Kirby Smart got on the phone with all the other SC coaches and said, hey, guys, see, enjoy second place. Yeah. This is mine now. <laughs> this, this is me now. I want all of you to know this is me now. Yeah. Um, and this whole time, I've only asked you one question, Levi, about the coach. Do you think that man can stare in the eyes of Kirby Smart? Can stare him down <laughs> and defeat him? Because that's yeah, all it really. That's all it really is. Like yeah. it's not Brian Kelly. It's not um, what's the Auburn coach's name now? What's his name? Uh, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Not yeah. I, I, all the all the Gus and Gene came into my brain for some reason. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Hugh goes to go, but like it's not Hugh Freeze. It's 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 Kirby. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's the one with two championships already. He's the one that's been in every SC championship since he got that job somehow. And he's the one who's been picking from our tree since he yes. left. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he he's the one that saw that did what need be what should have been done at Georgia for years. Truthfully, mm-hmm. Georgia should have always been one of this kind of program. He turned into that. So mm-hmm. I do wonder, Levi, when you see Kalen DeBoer, do you see him staring down the eyes of Kirby of Kirby Smart that that home opener, the Alabama home opener, and being like, "I'm not moving. I got you." I see it. I see it. He's got a very good smolder. He's got a good smolder face. Mm, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he stared down Dan Landing, who for the from who twice, was, twice, two times, two times. Yeah, yeah. staring right down. Said yep. no, no, you will not. You will not have this. Um. So yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that's that's the that's the question because I am curious to see. I do really feel like Kirby heard this and was like, yeah, it's mine. This is mine now. 
by the way, that last you probably saw it. Um, that's clip of Saban and Kirby at the SC Championship. That moved mm -hmm. me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, that moved me. It was really yeah, brief, it moved me too. Moved me. Cause yeah, you could tell he knew. Like he already Kirby for sure knew this was happening. That Nick was gonna retire after this year. You think so? I think so because I don't get. I don't know why he. Why else you would be like you hear Nick be like, "I'm old, you know, I'm too old for this." And y'all laugh, and then you be like, you know, you know, I, I, by year five, how many times they played five times at this point? Yeah. Now it's time to tell them I'll never. I always appreciate what you've done for me with the handshake. That that, that doesn't seem like something you just say. That you is true. Anytime. That you know is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, like you know a little bit. Yeah, and um, see, I more interpreted that as just them, uh, him rolling off the banter because they had just had that interview earlier or whatever where they both sat down with each other and they had asked about, you know, Nick doing it for that long and he said, like, he was too old for that shit and all that. Oh, all right, okay, yeah, yeah, so, I, but, I mean, yeah, you're right. I think, yeah. dude, Kirby laid down in that game. And so I understand, like, every Georgia fan now thinks, oh, Kirby just did one for the old boss. But I think Kirby has such a true uh tremendous uh respect for Nick Saban that he still got a little like scared or nervous I coaching think, against Nick. No, I legitimately think like Nick's mental edge on Kirby is just that Kirby just doesn't think he's better than him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, exactly. I really think he's done have that edge in those matchups. Yeah. Which is why it's interesting now he's like, oh he's gone. Now it yep. is mine. It is all mine. <laughs> yeah. Because he ain't scared of he ain't scared of no Steve Sarkeesian. No. He ain't scared of Steve. Mm -mm. No, he's not. I said something real messed up. I'll tell you off air. But <laughs> I didn't say it. He's scared. He's. I'm sorry. Next year I showed up my TV. I got distracted. <laughs> but back back to this. Yeah, I I think I think it's a very interesting time, man. Um, also wonder. Do you think part of Nick getting out is that he ain't trying to deal with the super SEC with all this Oklahoma, Texas, all that? You think, yeah, all I that, think some of that play into play into effect too? Yeah, I think part of it is that, but um. I hate the whole. I hate the narrative that NIL ran Nick Saban out. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I just don't. I don't buy that. I don't buy no, that at all. No, exactly. Um, now, if NIL did exist, would could Nick Saban still be coaching today? Probably, and he maybe would yeah. do it for two or three more years. Um, it's not that he was scared of NIL or anything like that. It was just yeah, that the dude's seventy-two years old. He already put in twenty-hours days. NIL made it to where he had to put in twenty-two hour days, you know, instead of yeah, exactly because and, they added the factor of he had to recruit his own players now, right? Um, and right. I mean that already just adds so much more to your schedule. And the dude's smart, man. I mean, he always said he was getting out as soon as he thought you know there was a drop off or he couldn't do mm -hmm. anymore. And uh, for that Pat McAfee interview with him the week before, that was a tired. An exhausted man. It did not shock me when that notification popped up. He retired because I immediately thought of Nick Saban's face um, and voice in that whole back of the interview. Yeah, and that, and I also think, man, a twelve-team playoff, dog. Yeah, that's three more games now, basically two to mm -hmm. three more games. That's a lot of. That's a lot more. It's for what he ain't trying to do, bro. I just don't think. Yeah. I don't think he's trying to deal with that. And I understand because, like, I don't. I don't think people fully, fully get how much this landscape is about to change. Mm -hmm. Like I think we're talking about it, and it sounds cool because we all played NCAA football, and the game it was fun to have all these conferences. It was awesome, mm -hmm. but dog, we're going to a twelve-team playoff. Yeah, like that's three extra games on top of now. You can you're looking at oh, how many games can we lose now to get in? Like it's a it's a lot more chaos on these coaches than it I, was. I, and these players. Truthfully, it's a lot more chaos on these players and these coaches than it was before. And I I don't think he want to deal with that. At seventy two, I want to deal with that. I'm seventy two years old, bro. I'm going home. 
Me, I'm my little Debbie, me, Miss Terry, and my little Debbie Cakes are going on a boat. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I'm I'm praying. I'm praying and hoping that this is um the last year of full on Wild Wild West chaos because of what I think is eventually gonna happen. Um, and it is gonna have to happen is they're I think they're about to get past where they can officially, you know, pass a law where um they'll officially be looked at as employees. So they'll be getting paid directly uh you know by the school or looked at as in school oh, employees. Um yeah, instead of it just coming off the NIL. But with that, that's gonna require contract signings and that's gonna require um hey, you want this money? You want to come here? Well, you're going to have to commit two years to us. There's no one in transfer yeah, or something yeah. like that. And I also wonder how the um the um people paying would do that because, you know, they they, they be pulling money. So they're like, oh, nothing, I don't want to pay you anymore. I'm going to pay this guy. They, they've done that to a few players too. Exactly. Well, that's you why. Get very, you have to get very interesting in that in that path. Yeah, that's why I think they got to make it more official. Um, yeah. And uh, if, you know, you make them – you know, tax paying uh, employees or whatever. Yeah. Now, then you got to, you know, fulfill, you pretty much got to go by labor right. laws. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what makes me laugh when people are like, oh, the transfer board is so big. I'm like, do y'all think that's just kids want to leave? You think that's because be like, hey, man, ain't no spot for you here next year, big dog. You, yeah, it's both. You, you go find you a new home. Like, this is everybody, everybody's eating off this stuff. Everyone yeah. is finding a way to eat off this stuff, man. Um, I think it's natural to look at it as like, because I do think in some ways, I do agree that like, Kids is getting out every year. It's like it's a little, it's a little much. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, that's just like coaches also being like, "Hey, you, you ain't got no job next year, big dog. You, you not gonna have a. You can come back if you want. Like, yeah, you gonna be, you know, a practice squad on, on with training team. You're not on this main squad anymore. You know, I do think, mm-hmm. yeah, the landscape is dramatically changing. I know who better catch up, Dabo. Yeah, yeah, yeah he better catch years, up. Two years ago, if Nick Saban retired, y'all would have loved Dabo. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Like Dabo, but now he just keeps talking. It's like, oh no, oh, oh no, 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 you can't do this. Yep. You can't do this. And I think he knows he, he yo, my man Dabo was mad at Clemson pressure at the Clemson mm-hmm. radio station. I would have ate him a lot. I ain't gonna lie. You would have hated it, but me personally, the meltdowns he would have had at Alabama, I would have gotten a lot of comedy out of that. I would have found the funny in it, but <laughs> it would have been a crying, laughing, yeah, like, you know, type yeah. of thing. Like yeah. with the Eagles. Yeah, I mean with the Eagles this year. Like this yeah. is this isn't supposed <laughs> to be funny, but it is. It's an unintentional comedy. I fully exactly. Understand. Yeah. But I do I, I do want to add to uh I think the need for structure is a lot bigger um than just players moving around. It's the fact that um look if if bowl games are going to continue at all, they are gonna have to matter because um word on the street is it's getting pretty hard to find big sponsors uh you know title sponsors for those bowl games because it's like why am i paying three million dollars to title this you know bowl game and nobody's watching it because half the players on each team can't play because you know they're sitting in the transfer portal so they're gonna have to figure out something how to make bowl games matter which is changing the entire schedule of uh when you can enter the transfer portal um and all those type of things as well you know what's funny with the bowl game thing is that, like, these – I feel like people miss the fact that this playoff – like, they want to blame it on, like, everything else. But, like, yo, this playoff thing made the bowl games mean less directly. The bowl games used to be cool. Be like, oh, cool, I'll go play in a bowl game. Fine, we'll go in their season. They're awesome. But now it's like – the whole time, this entire time, they've always been glorified exhibitions. These just glorified exhibition games, sponsored sponsored things for people to come tell their company and come have a party on a boat. When mm-hmm. that when the Fiesta Bowl was on, remember that was that the Fiesta Bowl? They was they was wilding out. 
the Fiesta Bowl? I think so. They, had like that, huh? they was they was wild. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they was partying. They was partying without a Fiesta Bowl. <laughs> like, it's always been like a corporate a corporate business trip with a football game attached to it that players would come play in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like the playoff and everything else kind of made it feel like, hey, this game is an exhibition. I can get hurt, and then I'm not gonna get drafted where I'm supposed to get drafted at. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play anymore. I feel like people just realize this is an exhibition. It's not gonna mean as much um as it used to be so i don't know how you make bowl games matter the way actually i do know how you make bowl games matter edible mascots pop tarts yeah make the pop tart bowl a playoff game you cowards mm-hmm. of the greatest thing i've ever seen in my life i think they need to uh tie cash prizes to it or cash winning to it oh all-star all-star fashion and like the in-season tournament like the in-season tournament yeah I like that actually. So like winner that. of the Cotton Bowl, you know, yeah, you get the trophy yeah. and to your uh team your gets get, um, yeah. a million dollars for y'all to divide up or something like that. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I think that's a good idea. They got Lord, they got the money. They all yeah. got the money. All these companies, if you're buying a bowl game, you got the bread. Yeah. For sure. So so hopefully, Levi, uh, step hopefully one for a bowl game gets worse and eventually we can buy one. <laughs> oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. Not the experts bowl. <laughs> That's, and then we'll be real, sitting. Um, why are we wasting this money on this bowl game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the Xbox Bowl is a real six and six game. Yeah, that's a six and six team. We don't need no nah six and six, five and seven. That's that's what you're for. That's what we're for. Exactly. Teams with quarterback questions. It's always going to be teams that are teetering between. Should they really be D one or should yeah. they be D one double A? Absolutely, absolutely. That's what that's for. I want the relegation game. Yeah. Oh, Let us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fire. That would be fire. That would be fire. That would but be yeah, fire. Yeah, I did see. It was it was kind of funny to me. Everybody's like, "Oh, these bowl games are so bad," and I realized that it's the gambling effect. Yeah, the gambling effect on everything has been so dramatic that everything has like, "Oh, put my money on this." That is your you are betting on the um on the sunflower bowl. That is your fault. Yeah, that is but- your problem. That's also how you can fix it, though, because, you know, your guaranteed viewers are going to be gamblers. So, uh, I mean, that's just I think that's just step one of you fixing it. There are several steps you have to take in order yeah. to fix bowl games um, and restore some type of luster to them. But uh, number one, just try to get as much as you can, the full team on there, uh, mm-hmm. just so at least the gamblers will be happy. Yeah. And those are guaranteed viewers uh, and attention for you. And then you yeah. take the other steps. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, um yeah, everyone college football needs a lot of work though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Cause um just think about this scenario. Say uh so Washington has an open head coach right now. Um Jet Washington... Fish, right? Jet oh Fish. yeah, that's right. I forgot. Um I meant Arizona. Arizona has yeah, an open yeah, got... um and and Jim Harbaugh is about to leave uh He's Michigan, gone. you know, who they're expecting to take over for him. Who is it? Is it the the dude? The interim what dude? dude? The interim no. dude that goes to two games? Oh, it's not him? Okay. Well, good. okay. He is one of the candidates who okay. they think it's, well, both of them, the OC and the DC. Okay. But, yeah. um, Brian Kelly. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, Brian Kelly has all has had ties to Michigan somehow or something. Uh-oh. I don't know if he's a Michigan alum, but yeah. it's always been assumed that the one job he would leave LSU for is Michigan. Oh God! Jason I don't know Kelsey. what the story. Jason goes in talks to me. Jason goes tonight. It's over for my boy. Mm-hmm. My boy is retiring. Okay. He's le- he's saving it for the pod. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's saving for the Amazon special. <laughs> but yeah, okay, Brian Kelly, huh? So that's like another big job is going to be open. 
out of nowhere. Yeah, and so if you take into uh, account, that's two jobs right there. That's Arizona and um, LSU and Michigan. Um, those are three teams right now where that's open season because those three teams, <laughs> uh, those those kids can leave, but right. no other. Uh, I mean, it's the portals messed up because they can leave, but no other players can join them. You know what I'm saying? Because not none of the other players have lost their coach and portals closed right now. So, right. yeah, it's not like, uh, oh, I see the tight end for Michigan's leaving. I want to go play tight end for Michigan. Well, I can't leave until after spring again. So and so that leaves Michigan super shorthanded. Um, you know, if there was a huge influx of players leaving, it's just it's all screwed up in every way. Yeah, um, that's that's what I was gonna get to Washington fans. So Washington fans were like mad that DeBoer like said he was gonna be there and then he wasn't there anymore. This is the Alabama job. Um, and then they learned I saw a post on the Reddit today and they're like, Jed Fish did what DeBoer did to Arizona, what DeBoer did to us. And mm-hmm. people were like, Man, maybe this is how the game goes. I'm like, yeah, there you go, there yeah. you go, guys. Welcome. Bro, there's the cycle. They were wishing was, death on that man. That's all yeah, mad. Like, yeah, they were they were really upset. Like, yeah, that's how this game goes, guys. Your coach gets poached, you poach a coach. That's how this works. It's nasty. It's the game, though. That's what it's always been. And Everybody I never addressed. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, since you brought that back up, I I never addressed the whole meeting or whatever. And I said my feelings have been wishy washy this whole time. Even though yeah, I'm yeah. I'm up now, but the lowest point I probably have been on this decision was I didn't even listen to the full five minute speech. I just mainly read the comments. And it was all Washington Husky fans, of course, but they made pretty good points. And it was the same thing as you. It's like all you had to do was go in and tell your players, hey, I got a better opportunity for me and my family. Um, you know, I hope y'all would do the same if y'all were in this situation, blah, blah, blah. I'm out. And that's it. But when I saw it was five and a half minutes of him saying nothing, that's when I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I'm, I, saw, I, thought, I thought I said, maybe they're being dramatic. I'm listening. I'm like, oh, you really, you really haven't said, okay, yeah, got it. Understood. Mm-hmm understood um i do think people like i did say nothing people like oh he didn't tell the players first he couldn't you know why because he told the officials first you know what the officials did they told the media they're like nope 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 screw you screw you pal that's what that's what they said but nah man this is the game man it's nasty but everybody in this game is a a climber every coach is a climber every coach has a dream job and the dream job is probably not the job they're at with you Mm -hmm. you know what's crazy about this maybe they're new husky fans because ain't like ain't like chris peterson was just from the washington tree Mm mm-hmm Who's that Boise? And he left for y'all. Yeah. Weirdo. They're being weird. They're being weird. They'll, they'll grow up, though. This is part, this is part <laughs> of the training process of college program. You got to grow up a little bit, all right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's all I had to say about that. I, I want to bring that back up because I remember that was the point I wanted to make. I do have a question for you. Talk to me, Levi. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I've ever – so I was surprised to hear you in your un- introductory uh, little speech there um, that – Nick Saban is one of your favorites. I've I've been wanting to ask you. I don't think I've ever really asked your full unfiltered opinion on uh, what you think about Nick Saban. Nah, man. Like part of the reason why I like didn't didn't troll you about Alabama more is because I love Nick. Nick's all like he wins. I can't hate yeah. him. He, he like legitimately wins a lot, uh, and he's funny, intentionally and unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always appreciated what I appreciate about Nick is that like I feel like Nick was self aware. Mm-hmm. And like aware of like and so- aware societally as well. Like mm-hmm. he might not say a lot, but when you hear him talk, you know kind of where he stands on certain things. Mm-hmm. And I always respected that about him. But no, he's a great co- Nick's the best to ever do this. So I could there's I I don't hate Nick. Like 
he's never bothered me. He's never annoyed me. Um, I mean, he's done some things. I'm like, okay, like the Jalen and Tua thing. I feel like that could have been handled better mm-hmm. in some ways. But other than that, I've never had a real issue with Nick. Nah, Nick's the goat, man. Thanks. Well, I, was, I, was I funny think watching, it's always funny watching the teams like dominate. People. It was hilarious. It got someone who was just funny. It's like, yeah, bro, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be predicting games based on like the first play. Like oh, yeah. the Notre Dame National Championship, the first play went 20 yards. I said, that's how my dad did. So they, mm-hmm. they're not, they're not, they're not built. Nope. Like, they don't have, like, it's first. Mm, nope. 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 They're done. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did that uh, the year they got spanked by Clemson. I honestly thought after each team's first drive, I was like, oh, Clemson's not going to be able to keep up with us tonight. And then they end up beating us 44 to 16 or whatever was, it was. Yo, that game is so weird because I think people forget it was like a fake shootout in like first quarter. It was like a, a real fake shootout. Bro, that's how good our offense was, was that we just kept thinking like, okay, it's I mean, it, it was like the Golden State Warriors. They, they could have been down yeah. 30 points in the fourth quarter. And it's like, it's still a game. That's exactly what I was thinking right. the whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has never played better than that day either. No, he hasn't. Never. That was that no point career day. Yeah. He, he might become number one pick off that game. I'm not going to lie. I think that game did. carried him to one pick, honestly. Because that next year, clearly wasn't that good either. But, yeah. you know, he had that He had that game. <laughs> it probably did. But um, I do want to share a story that I saw. Talk to me. Well, um. <clears throat> Dude, I never thought – I kind of always thought Nick Saban's uh, relationship was, with players was maybe a little overblown, and then you'd heard some stories from some guys like, oh, he yeah. wouldn't even acknowledge me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, yeah. But the amount of uh, – or all the stories I've seen thus far on Twitter from players who never even saw the field, that man, one player who never started for Alabama – Nick Saban is still writing him work references and taking time out of his day really? to call this man's yeah superiors and wow. uh, to reference him and things like that. Uh, so I think that was super cool. And then um, also, I don't want to forget Miss Terry um, and all this. Like, I don't know really, if you saw the story really with yeah Najee Harris and uh, Miss Terry. Um, like Najee Harris's mom was in the hospital. And Miss Terry spent the majority of her time uh, with them in the hospital and was mm-hmm. constantly bringing them food or gifts or things they need. Um, during Katrina or um, when Louisiana was getting flooded while Nick Saban was here in Alabama, he was still sending money and resources back to the people he knew in Louisiana. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, um, yeah, I think it's super cool that he could have that much success. Um, yeah. And still uh, be as uh, as much of a caretaker as he was too. I think, um, yeah, I think the thing that really made me a real Nick fan was I can't remember what year it was. I think I know about, what you're gonna say about giving players second chances. Yeah, yeah, and he was talking about how like he had a guy like had you know he's in his Nick Saban like irritated but explaining voice. <laughs> he's just like give him second chance at Michigan. He's gonna say, and look where he turned out to be. Like I'm always gonna give guys second chance. I always, I always respect that perspective. Um, yeah, you know, giving guys another chance. I like that. That that's what really made me like, yeah, you know, saving you all right, man. Mm-hmm. You all right, bro. And what I also liked was his willingness to adapt. Yeah, every era. Yes, like because the thing with Nick is like Nick might complain about something. Like Nick didn't like no huddle. He's like, yo, no huddle don't give us no time. But you know, he adapted to it. Exactly. Like, he didn't like the spread. He adapted. You know, he uh, everything he's adapted to. And um, I think, was it Feldman they had on Levitar the other week? Yeah. It might have been him last week. He was talking about, how, like, 
difference between saving and like somebody like Jimbo that saving will listen to anybody mm-hmm. with an idea. Yep. And like being on that level, but not having your ego not being so out of control that you can't hear people under you who yep. probably don't know as much as you, you'll still listen to them. Hey, you got me, man. Let's go, Nick. Yeah. And I also love little Debbie cakes. They're also Debbie <laughs> they are delicious. <laughs> they yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about you the other night. I was watching a highlight uh, reel of his press conference moments, and uh, yes. one of them was the uh, when he grabbed the Coke bottle, and he was like, you want me to pull something out of this Coke? I can't remember. Or whatever. I was like, that's such a Titus line. It sounds yeah, like right. something Titus would say, and I know it's one of your favorite you know, instances is, yeah. of him. Oh, Oh, that is my, that's, that's what it is. I can't remember what he said, because it sounds like something you'd say. He was like, uh, Nick does have a little bit of my style. Yeah. He was like, he was trying to, trying to, you know, make something into nothing or out of nothing or something like that. I can't remember. It was a great, I might plug that into this. um, My favorite Nick Saban um, trope was when he would get, when Alabama preseason number one, he would get mad at the media for ranking the preseason number one. That's my favorite Nick Saban trope. (laughs) Like you guys come out every year. And he put his expectations on us. Like, yeah. won four champion- you won four championships. Nick, what do you want them to do about that? Why yep. they- <laughs> like him being mad at the media is one of my favorite uh, for this their for, them, for his success was hilarious. I yep. love that. I love that every year. Because it never failed. Every year the season started. You know, you guys come out here, you make these you put these expectations, and then we don't live up to them. You want to bring us down. And yeah. I just I, you know, I don't know what you want. <laughs> his hands going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was, it was for sure. So yeah, salute to the goat, man. Salute. Um, saving the Belichick at the same time and Pete Carroll in the same week. That was a lot. I was like, what is happening? This is all. This is everybody. Or Pete Carroll. No, he man. got overshadowed. Man, just, just, <laughs> just, just like in the background. I'm like nah, yeah, whatever, Pete. After they um, when Nick Saban announced his retirement, the four p.m. Sports Center was on. Yeah, Sports Center had the decency to finish out the hour. They they let them keep talking about Pete Carroll. Like they talked about Pete Carroll so much that I had to change the channel. Like I was going on different channels, and um, then you didn't see another thing about Pete Carroll for the rest of the time. It was like, hey, good for Sports Center. They get they said, you know what? We're not going to let Saban ruin this hour for Carroll. <laughs> we'll give him this. That's so funny. And like the thing about Pete is, Pete's probably the one the most that was the most blindsided. Mm, yep. Like Pete thought he was still gonna be coaching. They're like, yep. hey, you're not coaching here. I know we got a new job for you here, though. It's not, it's not his coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bill Carroll coming. Pete Carroll looks like one of those guys. He should be one of those old, you know, those old dudes who just travel around the world to run different places. Yes. Yeah, That's he just looks bad. like he should run, yeah, marathons yeah, in different see, continents. Did you see the idea someone had of Saban um doing like a kitchen nightmare style coaching job? Yes, coaching yeah, like a bar rescue. Goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where he goes to like D2, D3 schools and, yeah. and fixes them in a week. Exactly. I was like, yo, I'm here for that. Oh, I'm solely here for that. He'd be over it. By the second or third school, he's like, these people don't want to be helped. He's going to do the Nick Saban double hand wave <laughs> yeah. walk off camera. Uh, I've had enough. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Damn, that's probably what I'm going to miss the most to hear an I. Yes. I. <laughs> yes. 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 You imagine you see a coach drinking Pepsi. The problem is you're a Pepsi drinker. All right. That's yeah. the problem. You're drinking Pepsi. You don't have the heart. You don't have the, the will. You need a coach, yeah. all right? That's what you need. I'm just walking off to a Dodge Charger. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, man. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're doing better. I actually hope I, I do hope the board works out. Um 
because I'm gonna make fun of you a little bit. You guys understand, Saban is gone, so I'm gonna make fun of you a little more this year. And we deserve it, bro. We yeah. we have also acknowledged. I've heard so many uh, all the Bama podcasts that I listen to. It's all these Bama writers and uh, reporters. We are very self aware that hey, look, we've been fed a silver spoon for the past decade plus. So the, hard times are coming, <laughs> but what are the? We still won't know how to act though. <laughs> yeah, what are the realistic expectations for you? now with like post saving era like what are the real expectations for you like how many years do you think the board has for you to get it done considering right, so, how weird this new area is too with the playoffs yeah see that's the thing i think um now coming in no playoff appearances or no playoff victories i mean if that's done in three or four years i mean if you can't get that done then yeah it's not looking good but as far as if these people, if Caleb Downs stays, like it seems seems like more now later in this day because they had a late team meeting. Um, do you know who Ryan Williams is? I think I've heard the name. Well, so Ryan Williams, he was the number one wide receiver in the 2025 class. Yeah. Um, he's been committed to Alabama for a while oh, I now. Guess he decommitted, right? He decommitted, yeah, right? he decommitted. He reclassified to 2024, and then once he heard Saban, he decommitted. Well. Yeah. They had a surprise team meeting tonight, and they had a surprise guest at that team meeting, and it was Ryan Williams. Um, uh -huh. So reports are coming out that it's looking good that we might be able to get him to commit back to us and done. sign in February. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that I think that meeting was mainly to jump Caleb Downs, make sure oh, Caleb yeah, Downs yeah, doesn't yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. So because uh, Ryan, Ryan over there, Ryan over like Caleb, you stay, you stay, I'll stay. Bro, if Caleb Downs leaves and goes to Georgia, man, I might just have to like retire from college football for a year and just not even just it's gonna break the, me, dude. Just join the collective. Yeah, but it's supposed to go to Caleb. I'm gonna be like, I, I need my 18 dollars back. That was for Caleb. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Yo, that's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah, but um realistic expectations with this roster and with the talent he's been given now, bro. DeBoer, I mean. I, I think we should have another natty or at least be in a semifinal or yeah. playing for a natty in the next three years with this class. Cause I mean, Fair. Nick Saban yeah. gave him a great, uh, great roster of talent. Yeah, That's the thing too. Right. When you, when they're giving you the talent and like most of it's going to stay big dog. Hey man, you, that's your window to like get you another three years out the job. Yeah. Shout out Les Miles. Les Miles took that same time. So I'm getting me a title today. Yeah, got one. Ed Ogeron took the last mile sign, got him a title, and it was over after that, right? Like that's the time to go get it when you yeah. have the other guys recruits for sure. Um, and we so do I, have I, a, makes no we, sense. we do have an edge too in the fact that a lot of these coaches, man, they haven't coached against our coaching staff or this new coaching staff. That's true. Um, that's true. They haven't had to scheme against them, yeah. so we may be able to uh, have some beginner's luck. Bring. Exactly. Right. You don't know what they're gonna bring for sure. For sure. Is Tommy Reese staying, or what's up with that? No, he's gonna be. Out, I think Grub is now. Didn't Grub okay. officially join us? I think Grub's our new OC. Okay, okay. Thank God. So, and shout out to DeBoer because DeBoer said strategy changes every year. If they don't play a like, style yeah, of football, like yeah. When I heard that, I was like, Todd is gonna like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I've been preaching that for so long. Like, because yeah, I mean, I do right. understand as a college coach in the NFL. Yes, you should coach right. around your personnel. Exactly. In college, I understand it because you can go out and you can pitch those system. guys yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. but I I really don't do love that approach, and that's what makes me feel better about it is that uh, I think he's that good of a as a nose coach that he can make do with what he has. Yeah. But right now, he's got a lot of talent. Right? Yeah, that's that's I think that's fair because I was I, that's what I was thinking about, man. I was thinking about the expectations on that job. I'm like, man, 
everything's different. You might have three potential playoff games. You don't have one shot anymore. Like you got, you don't have to go undefeated. Now you're not automatic championship. You really got to do some extra work now. So it's like, what, how does this, about how do we reevaluate? But I think that makes sense. Like no playoff, yeah, no playoff wins in two, three years. Hey, big, hey, hey, big, hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, brother, we gotta talk. Yeah. You know? we well, talk. and and two, what's also going to determine that is uh how successful is Georgia, Texas, um, yes. Auburn, what yes. are they doing? Because that's also gonna have a factor yeah, on it as well. True. That's true. Yeah, you gotta get the yeah, man. This is about to be a uh, this is about to be chaos. I'm excited I'm for it though, man. It. I'm not gonna like seeing the three loss team in the play. I'm, I'm not gonna like seeing a three loss team in the playoffs. I'm gonna be on my rocking chair like we used to stand for something. <laughs> used to wins used to mean something here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, it's gonna be very interesting to see how this uh, plays out, sure. especially with the two super conferences now. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you still got a Pac-12 team that automatically gets a bid in the Pac-2. Yeah, in the Pac-2. Oh bad. Oh, so bad. one Pac-2 team is gonna take that off. up. <laughs> I mean, so far, I don't think they can break that. I think that's like an inked thing that they can't. I mean, it's set up. It's just for this year. They haven't set up anything for uh, yeah. the years to come. But Watch yeah, so it's yeah, the playoff. Uh, yeah, for Mike Leach, and you'll have a Big Twelve team. Oh yeah, they have. Who's in the Big Twelve now? Who joined? Colorado. Colorado's Colorado in the Big, Big Twelve. Colorado, I think that's Maryland is Maryland now in the Big Twelve. That's what Dion. They were did. thinking about it. That's how he's so confident about going to the playoffs. Like we went to the Big Twelve, ain't nobody over there. Yeah. Like, all I gotta do is I can lose three games. They put me in. Yeah. Mm, I see the vision, Dion. I see the vision, Dion. Yep. I see what's going on. But yeah. But the thing is, he's got to win the Big Twelve because if he doesn't win the Big Twelve, yeah, they're not, they're I don't not. know them letting another. I don't know. I'm, but it's Dion, the Dion effect. They may be like, "Hey, right. this is gonna be good TV dollars right here. We'll make a way." <laughs> Uh, Deion coach Florida State, they've been in. They're like, nah, you here, bro? That's oh, fine. for sure. We figured it out. We believe. We believe as a committee. We believe in the ratings as we believe in. <laughs> have you heard any more? Have you heard about this Florida State thing that's going down? No, what's happening now? Nobody's talking about it, but I mean, I guess they're not going to recognize it. But you know, the NCAA punished Florida State. <laughs> really? And nobody's talking about it. Yeah, bro. I don't even think technically, according to the NCAA, they're allowed to go to the playoffs next year. But I think people are just ignoring it. Wait, what happened? Uh oh, so they're trying to cl- clamp down on uh okay, and tam- violations, right? Yeah, tampering. Oh, I did see that. It was I did tampering. See that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was tampering. That's and you know who? Like and that. you know who set it up? <laughs> it was it was Georgia, bro. Georgia ratted them out because it's the Georgia offensive line then that they did it with. And then the dude went back, I think it's Mims or whatever his name is, and pretty much told the coaches what they did. And then they went and he, you know, he went back to Georgia because he was in the transfer portal. He's like, no, I'm going to stay with Georgia. But then ratted on Florida State because they drove him to a, you know, booster's house. And they said, and I don't think you're allowed to have like direct contact with a booster, especially. Well, it was wild. Yeah. I saw the the dude, guys. I saw the. Booster, whoever was got spent it two years, then LDU got spent it two years. I saw yeah. that, but I think they took oh, away scholarships crazy. and things like that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm maybe not. Up, I'm looking up right now. I'm looking up right now. Okay, so hold on. Yeah, um, you know who's next though? Oh, the offense coordinator and O line. Oh, the offense coordinator. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So okay, he's got a two year show cause. Ooh. And this is the first four, three games of 2024. Plus, they had the dissociation from the booster in question for three years and associate yeah. NIL collected for one year. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. It's a two-year show called Three of Dissociations. Two-year probation. I don't know what the probation includes, though. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, 5% reduction in football scholarships over the two-year period. A reduction in official visits and reduction in football recruiting. Okay. So they might not have kicked them out of the playoffs, but maybe the probation just includes this. I'm not sure. That's what I – yeah. Yeah. Wow. But if there's another team who's going to get hit with that tampering, it's going to be Texas. And your number one – Texas has already been tampering. That's like one of the teams I think coaches have been complaining because none of these coaches have been naming actual teams. They're just saying yeah, there's some certain yeah. teams out here that y'all need to get on. I think Isaiah Bond's going to be the one they can prove. Bro, Isaiah Bond, his first night in Austin, Texas, took a Snapchat of him driving a Lamborghini. I think that's all the proof you need right there. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> And then DeBoer tried to call him, and then he's like, no, nah, I'm in a Lamborghini right now. I'm not answering this. I'm not even thinking about me getting out of this Lamborghini and going back to Alabama. I'm staying in this Lamborghini. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Shout yeah. out to Lambo. Yeah. Nick Bro, just giving a player a Lambo, though. I mean, that might have just been him for no, him to ride have... around that weekend, but that's crazy. That's what, dude had a Lambo. Dude, dude Texas had a Lambo deal. Beach had a Lambo deal, I think. I'm pretty sure Beach had a Lambo at Texas. I'm fairly certain about that. What's crazy is, like, Isaiah Bond's really good, and I'm not being – I am swear I'm not being biased because he left us. I would not have given – Isaiah Bond's good, but he's not Lambo good. Like, I would have find, found some other players to give a Lambo to in front of Isaiah Bond. I'm not going to – I'm not giving anybody under the age of, like, 30 a Lambo, bro. I don't trust – I'm not trusting a 19-year-old with a Lambo. You're going to do something stupid. You're exactly. So, you, you were just exactly. doing something stupid in this. You don't know what you're doing with that, all that car. Exactly. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. B. John Robinson had a Lamborghini NIL deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. I remember that now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. What's crazy Arthur, is too Arthur Smith had a Lambo deal and said, I don't want it. I was gonna say Nick, it may be Ferrari. I'm pretty sure it's Lambo. He owns a Ferrari or, an, or a Lambo dealership. That man could have been giving out Lambos and Ferraris, but he didn't. <laughs> but he... He's not, he's not the he was at the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, the Chargers all around campus. Now it's the Hellcats. The Hel oh, the Hellcats. The Hellcats, yeah, Hellcats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fire. There's a good amount of guys who drive a Hellcat now uh, mm. on the Bama football team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know who's not – Uh, you know, no matter what happens, it's still going to be um lose three games with a, with a Heisman quarterback, no matter what? <laughs> who's that? Lincoln Riley. Yeah. No matter what the conference is, he's going to do it. He's going to find a way to lose three. Oh, yeah. That guy. That guy, man. Oh, yeah. I just want to slander Lincoln. I just want to slander Lincoln Riley real quick. That's all. No, he deserves that, it. He deserves Thank it. You. Yeah, absolutely. He, he will eventually be in the NFL. I feel like he will, and I don't know. He's like if if they put um what dude name Cliff Kingsbury got there after failing upwards. Lord only knows he's he's getting a job for sure. Yeah, he is absolutely getting a job. But yeah, yeah, he'd be a good NFL OC. But dude, I'm not giving Lincoln Riley the keys to my Brent, entire no. team. No, absolutely not. No. Um, test this offense. You you know you can be the quarterback coach and co offense coordinator, but really you're just quarterback coach. But I'm gonna let you call like three plays a game, and make you feel happy about yourself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, nah, mm, nope, nope, nope. You're not getting the keys to this franchise at all, big dog. No. no. Is Cliff Kingsbury in America? Or is he still like on his world tour <laughs> of self evaluation? Didn't he like leave the country? I feel like Cliff Kingsbury lives somewhere where prostitution is legal. Oh God. <laughs> I think he went to Taiwan. I feel like he went to Taiwan though. I think he did go to Taiwan when he is that or the Philippines. I think it was some somewhere across the world. 
I don't think prostitution legal in the Philippines though. Oh, he was in he was in Thailand. He was in Thailand. That's right. Last year, yeah, he was in Thailand. Oh yeah, it's Thailand where yeah, that's yeah, legal. Not Taiwan. Yeah. I'm sorry, we gotta edit that. No, no, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't want problems. I want no problems. <laughs> oh, look at this, Levi. So Kingsbury is that USC? Huh? Is that what you were about to say? Sense. No, I was actually about to say that um, the Raiders are eyeing him for the offense coordinator. Kingsbury? If Antonio Pierce, if Antonio oh, Pierce I see that. There. Yeah, if Antonio, if Antonio Pierce, which apparently they better hire Antonio Pierce. Max Crosby said he will request a trade if they don't. Yeah, I think they got to go Antonio Pierce. No doubt. But shout out to Antonio Pierce. For sure. For sure. Do you think, uh, is B enemy finally getting the job? Yeah, I haven't heard his name in anything. I'm I'm not sure if he's getting the job. Oh, well, Washington doesn't have his GM yet, right? They're, they're hired. They're getting their, everything else in place, right? Yeah, I don't think they have one yet. Yeah. So he might get promoted. Washington oh. was actually my early favorite, and I think I just pulled that off of a, a podcast or two I heard it from. It but make, um, I mean, he's been, he's their OC, so it makes sense, I guess. But well, I was thinking they might overlook him or overstep him and put Belichick in there because I think Belichick oh. lives in DC or he's got a house that in that DC. Yeah. yeah, and he's talked about uh, the DC area globally. So I'm not gonna lie, I want being to be out of the out of the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. Want him. I get Do it. out. I won't be enemy on the Falcons. Honestly, yeah. That offense, he'll, he'll figure something out. He made, I mean, Sam Howell cooked us three times this year, or two yeah. times, I should say. He'll figure something out with that off. He'll make some some magic shit. He'll make some shape with that offense. You, you know why? Because what? you know who I want as our coach? Who? An asshole. I don't want an Arthur Smith type asshole. I want a I want a uh, asshole who knows what he's doing. And the enemy definitely does fit that description too. Yes. Yeah, yeah like, I've heard I, it from enough players now. Like, yeah, yeah that dude's that's an what, asshole. That's, yeah. what, that's what they with the Washington thing. When he got to Washington, they were like, "Yes, yeah, you know, it's a lot different with him." Yeah. It's a little. I'm like, "Oh, that's that's why you ain't making no jobs." Yeah, okay, understood. understood. Exactly. Yeah, that's why, and that's kind of been the rumor. But I don't think anybody's ever wanted this. Nobody who worked with him, especially. Yeah. I mean, players have been more uh, vocal about it. But yeah. um, yeah. yeah, it makes a little bit more sense now. I still think he should have been given a head coach shop somewhere, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. it makes a little bit more sense. Right, right, right. So, and yeah. also, I think, I mean, most of these owners, bro, they really just want somebody who's going to step in line and do what right. they want them to do. And, I mean, yeah. the me doesn't come across as the type of guy who's just, you know, going to blindly yeah. follow the owner. Yeah, yeah. BNME wouldn't work, work in Dallas. Mm -mm. Jerry Jones would be talking crazy about him in the press conference. We, we'd have to ask questions. We'd have to ask a lot of questions about Jerry Jones, what Jerry Jones was saying about that man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man, Jerry, yo, Jerry said this, this is the most shocked he's been. <laughs> I didn't believe any of that. It's the most disappointing playoff loss. But you know what's funny? Shannon Sharp pointed this out. You know, I was watching everybody. I was watching everybody. I watched, I watched Undisputed this morning. <laughs> I watched First Take. I watched I watched Get Up, Levi. I was on everybody's <laughs> channel today. And um, and he said, uh, Shannon Sharp pulled out a quote from after the Commanders game at Thanksgiving when they beat the Commanders down, mm -hmm. where Jerry was like, I put this up there with like any of the Super Bowls. This is great. This is amazing. I'm like, oh, Jerry's just, he is desperate. <laughs> he is really desperate. My man, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the writing's on the wall. Well, I think Jerry, I think Jerry probably let Jimmy in. He probably thought, you know, that was one, that was what if this is karma? Joke. What if this, what is, yeah, what if God's, you know, getting back at me here? I need to put Jimmy in it was and then that will uncap it. It was too late, yeah. brother. It was time passed. Do you yeah. see Jimmy's halftime speech? It was great. It was amazing. I was I, very I, happy I, for him. I was one of the Cowboys. I was like, yeah, go, let's go Dallas. Do better. 
look, look how look how fired up Jimmy is. I never really saw Jimmy Johnson coach, of course, because he was before my era. But right. um, I mean, that and just his uh, hearing other people talk about him and his uh, TV appearances, he might he may be one of my favorite coaches of all time. Yeah, no, Jimmy seems like that guy. Jimmy yeah, like that guy. Um, you know, I've spoken glowingly about Bill Belichick and how like I don't think he's a bad hire in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. If he goes to Dallas, I'm calling Bill Parcells. Just saying, I'm calling Bill Parcells. When Bill Parcells went to Dallas, I didn't worry. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna be in denial about what's gonna <laughs> happen. I'm straight. I'm going straight to denial. I'm not. I just want everybody to know I will be in denial because terrified. That's like, that's the only thing I was scared of yesterday. I'm like, I, I think it's gonna happen. He, I, I think, think it's too. Let him leave. I think I don't think he left the yacht without a contract. <laughs> I really don't. Bill's not, Arthur's not nothing about that yacht. Do it, Arthur. Just go, Arthur. Let's go, Arthur. I think Arthur Smith needs to sp- sell the team. I'm on that boat. Arthur Blank? Oh, you think so? I mean, Arthur Blank. Yeah, that's what I meant. Think Arthur Blank. Done, man. Yeah, dude. You know what I really can't believe? That Rich McKay is still there. Yeah, and... Probably no, Arthur trusts him. Yeah, that's what Arthur ain't trying to trust nobody new at his big age. And I, you know, I get that. Yeah. But also, uh, you trying, I thought you were trying to win, big dog. Exactly. Yeah. I know y'all want to win. But yeah. Um, and also, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. Like, this is gonna be controversial, and you'll probably disagree with me. And I get it. I totally get it. But I'm not gonna be happy if our quarterback move is trading for Justin Fields. So here's the thing. I'm not mad at you not being happy about it. Okay, thank you. But <laughs> I think unless you can get Dak. I don't think you can. I don't. I just don't see Dallas moving on from him. Mm-hmm. I think starting with the quarterback with experience and the Falcons roster with the right coach, I do think that's the best win now move as opposed to getting a full rookie. Because Justin's still on his rookie deal, I think, and his next contract based on performance is not going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's the best affordable move. Because if you I get think that, the reason that's got to get. That's gotta get that's got to get one of them contracts, and now you're going to be – you got other people to pay, right? So I think adding that is the best option. And, yeah, and it's a little too early, too, because if we had a uh, our OC in place for next yeah. year, and if it was yeah. somebody I know who's creative and can scheme around uh, fields, then, yeah, I'll be down for it. But yeah. I just watched a man who was supposed to be good at, you know, scheming on offense with an embarrassment of riches in the skill positions do absolutely nothing with them. So I just have no faith in anybody in the Falcons being able to do anything with Justin Fields. I understand that. The Art Smith thing is one of those two things I've ever seen. It was crazy. so confusing. Because, like, after – because I still still remember the first game, his first game as head coach, we were like, yo, he he, he playing – we were talking like – I was like, yo, he ran offense like he still got Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's the first thing I text you about Arthur Smith. I said, Arthur Smith thinks he has Derrick Henry on his team. (laughs) And then he stopped doing that. Yeah. And then he got better offensive pieces. And then he didn't like any of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, man, this, all right, I don't know what's up with you. I, I, I do think the Kyle, Pitts, the Kyle Pitts pick was a terrible pick mm. because he's not a true tight end, and they're not using him as a true slot either because the true. dude can't block. I mean, he's not yeah, big no, enough to block. Yeah, you um, need somebody like Sean Payton that got Jimmy Graham out there and was cooking exactly. with him. That kind of, yeah, that kind of offensive model. Exactly. Because Pitts is so good. It's just like you got like to use him right, yeah. 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 Yeah, the arrogance of is what killed me. It's like, I don't know. These guys, they'll get touched when they get touches. Brother, they all were top 10 picks. 
Yes. This should not be difficult. Yes. None of this should be a, a confusing situation for you, big dog. Yeah. None of it. But yeah, so. Was he trying to store away Bijan Robinson? Was he using Bijan Robinson like a quarterback where he was storing him away to buy him another year? Is that is <laughs> that what Arthur Smith was trying to do? Arthur Smith thinks it's baseball. We only got so many times we can use you before we got to pay you like a major Exactly. Leader. Yeah. It was ridiculous, man. I, I picked that man. I had the first pick in the draft, bro, in the fantasy draft. And my dumbass said, we're going to go get Bijan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. I finished you know, so, like second or third to last in the league this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in the year of 2024, we're going to do more. Um, Are we going to come back Wednesday for NFL predictions or should we just yes. make our pick now? <laughs> I, I'm down to come back. I'm, down to come back I'm off Wednesday. I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm off Wednesday. So I'm, I'm, down to, I'm down to do it. I yeah. have any, I have any we're going to come back. And uh, I guess we need to talk about some basketball too. Oh yeah, basketball is going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is I haven't watched much basketball. I watched some. Yeah, we're gonna have a, we have a really good NBA discussion because a new the new era just forced itself upon us, and I don't think any of us were prepared for it. So we can definitely get into that. How crazy is it too that the Lakers won that in season tournament and then man <laughs> they lied they lied to all of us with that that was uh, they tricked you know us. How, you know how I know that's not a real championship. I was so ready. I was about to make the argument that. If we had a podcast before, I was going to throw out the speculation. No, the in-season tournament, that was a real championship because every year that LeBron was the championship, Alabama was the championship. But since we don't win this year, not a real championship. You know what? That's valid. That's a valid take, though. Very valid take. But, yeah, well, so we'll be back Wednesday, guys, with yeah. um, some NFL NBA talk. We have some good discussions. Maybe we'll have some more some happy birds. Yes, Maybe happy I'll birds. have a new – we'll both have new head coaches. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, what's his name? Uh, Josh, a friend of the show, Josh Berry, texted me. He said, mm-hmm. Sorry, Baker Mania, you were right all along. Mm. I don't know Baker if you Mania. wanted to be right, but you were right. Baker Mania, <laughs> hey, at, at the point I was at with this team, free me, Baker. Free me. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, shout out to Baker. Um, Baker Mayfield, more playoff wins than Deshaun Watson. Wow, that's big. Ain't that some? That's ain't big. That's some grown ups. Growing up in the room. How do you think the Browns feel? Stupid, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, really dumb. They got to feel dumb, right? It's bad. Just about, like. I think Spansky's a good coach. I actually think Spansky's a very good coach. Oh, you do? Yeah, I think Spansky's a good coach. It's just, yeah, man. Hey, y'all made some poor decisions. You're stuck here. You well, you, I kind of feel that way. I kind of feel egg on my face because, um, I mean, you you threw the question out there at me if I, you know, would want us to go after Lamar Jackson. And I was like, yeah. no, I think we're okay without Lamar Jackson. And look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. I thought they th- – I mean, what were they thinking, bro? They had a whole year to evaluate Desmond Ritter, and they really thought um, he's ready. So, Arthur Wayne talked about that recently after they fired our Smith in the Athletic. Um and they asked him about the, I guess they asked him about the Mar thing. He was like, "We didn't do, it. we didn't have the cap. We didn't, we just got like a bad cap situation. We didn't want yeah. to like spend that money and capital." And I'm like, "Which I understand I that. that." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I totally hear that. I totally hear that. We didn't have to put out a statement though. That's what made it crazy. The statement <laughs> yeah. was what makes it crazy. Not that you didn't yeah. go get Lamar. That statement was insane. Because that was actually the speculation, and that was part of right. my argument. And, and too, Lamar had missed some games these past couple seasons, yeah. and yeah. um. So, and I was like, look, we've been in cap hell. I don't want us to get back into it for, right, you know, right. Lamar snaps his leg or something. Yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah, now I regret that. <laughs> Hindsight's 40-20. Yeah, yeah. 
because I feel like the cat, like I said, the cat's voice is a valid argument. That statement, nah, nah, brother, that's not that statement didn't help you. You you told me you gonna trust. You didn't say you could just not done it. You told me you gonna trust Desmond Ritter in public. You made you told me that in public. I don't don't yeah. tell me stuff like that, bro. Yeah, tell me that's crazy like that. Lamar about to get MVP number two. I would have just thrown uh, Arthur Smith under the bus. I would have been like, yes. well, I actually consulted with Smith and uh, asked I'm him if sure we should go right. out I'm after this guy. I'm sure we just say our coaches feel comfortable with who we had. So I trust yeah. my coaches. I don't want, I never want to overrule my coaches. That's mm -hmm. I would have said. Yeah. That's exactly that's what we should have done. <laughs> <laughs> that's ownership right there. I'm passing the buck to the fired people. Oh, has Dennis Allen been fired yet? I don't think so. Saints, man. Bro, if they don't nah, fire Dennis Allen, that's crazy. Your team just publicly said they don't respect you in yeah. public. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. funny thing about that, right? I didn't realize they ran a fake knee. I thought at first they just ran a play. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, it's not kosher, but I, I, get, I like running. Run scoring your rival. I like that. It's robberies. It's football. You know, I'd win there. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm just, I win. I own it. Yeah, we ran up score. We won't respect them. Mm -hmm. Bums. I would have done that. Yeah. But I didn't know they ran a fake knee. I said, a fake knee. Yeah. Oh. And Jameis, who does Jameis think he is, bro? <laughs> who is he? Who do you think you are, bro? That you got so much pull that you gonna you gonna overrule the coach? You didn't even start this year, bro. Who, who do you? What is up with you? I, bro, what if what if that's what's been keeping Jameis back from getting another starting position? And they're like, look, you see him now. Imagine if we got gave this guy the starting position. Like he's gonna. <laughs> I know. He's gonna be like, kicking coaches out of meetings. Be like, all right, all right, we got this. Y'all leave. Like, <laughs> yo, and they all did to get Jameis Williams. One touch, his first touchdown. Like, why you even think about y'all up all game? Why you think about that earlier? Yeah, why you wait to, to now. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was sick. That was sick behavior, though. Somebody from the Falcons should start a fight, though. No, somebody from the Falcons should start a fight. I would have started a fight. Yeah, and see, I didn't even see the whole ordeal either. I only saw yeah. the first thing I saw about it was the clip of Arthur Smith getting after Dennis Allen. And Yo, I, who I was the assistant that came by and dropped that bleep, bleep, bleep on the way past uh, Dennis oh, Allen. I don't I don't know. I didn't see that. That was my. That was hilarious. No, uh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, since it came, like Arthur went up to talk to uh, Dennis Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah, and dude came by like like a cameo. <laughs> like he was like, "That's B A S." I was like, "Oh, who are you?" you he just kept walking. Like he just disappeared like a shadow. He was like gone. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, I was trashing Arthur Smith and my uh, thoughts. Uh, I was thinking, what a loser. I said, he's, I guess he wants to leave. I mean, this is him, how he gets fired or ensures he gets fired. And then I heard or saw it. Yeah. Oh, it was actually a fake knee. And I was like, okay, it was warranted. I would have been that pissed too. Right, right, right. Yeah. Arthur Smith went out. Arthur Smith went out riding for his people, man. Yeah. Cause the dude already knew. I mean, if he lost that game, it was over. I mean, he, yeah, he already knew he was getting fired. That is salt on the wound right for there, real, bro. That yeah, I would have been mad. I probably would have thrown a punch, dude. I probably would have punched Dennis Allen. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Dennis Allen James, one of y'all got to go, man. Y'all both yeah. can't come back, man. Yeah. They don't respect <laughs> you, man. Nobody respects you, Dennis. You got to get rid of that, man. You got yeah. to establish some. You, you got to go in that locker room and cut three people in, in front of everybody to get your respect back. I think the Saints are still on cap hell, too. I think they're stuck there. Yeah. For you. A long time, honestly. Yeah. They're stuck in that in that position. The, good luck. Good luck to y'all, brothers. It's crazy. It is. Paper bag era. Paper bag era coming back. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It's on the way back. But this was good. So we'll be back Wednesday, huh? Yeah, back Wednesday, man. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the plan. <laughs> thank y'all um, for listening. Yeah, thank y'all.
Um, I'm sorry, you can close you can close this out. Oh yeah. Thank you, Baker Mayfield, for freeing me. And Jeffrey Lurie, I hope you freed Nick Sirianni and the pencil ear man of their duties, relieve them. And AJ Brown, heal up. Jason Kelsey, I'm sorry, you deserve better. Brandon mm-hmm. Graham said he wants to do one more year. Brandon Graham, I want you to do one more year. You know, I want I want to see your five reps with your three with your two sacks and your energy. I I'm I'm miss you so much. So thank you to the Eagles for absolutely nothing. Thank you to the Dallas Cowboys for the joy you provided me and the comfort mm-hmm. you provided me on Sunday because I, I needed it. I appreciate you as a franchise. Jerry Jones, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great things. And yeah. Thank, thank you y'all. to the GOAT, Nick Saban. Yes. Thank you. To, uh, yeah, actual unironic thank you, like a real thank you. Yes. yes. No, from, from the bottom of my heart, uh, thank you, Nick Saban, for spoiling me and uh, giving me the uh, what the bragging rights or the uh, the edge over everybody. Thank you for making me superior to all my inferior friends. Uh, you know, those Georgia Bulldogs, those Auburn Tigers, all of them. Thank you so much, Nick. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>